Welcome everybody to Saves Together, the podcast about playing games together, whether that means co-op or passing the controller back and forth or playing the same game at the same time. It doesn't matter how, it only matters that it's together because when you save together, you stay together. I'm Craig McGowan. I'm Grace Novak. And this is episode 56. Indivable. And we're doing Indivable. <laughs> I Grace is making fun of me. That's what that that's what that reference is to. Because I have a piece of paper where I write my notes, and instead of writing Indivisible, which is the game we're talking about here on Saves Together, episode 56, I wrote Indivible. Indivible. And it's very funny, I guess. It's not that funny, but I do like the word Indivible. I think, I wish that I did like Indivivable. I wish I had like... (laughs) Indivivable. (laughs) Indivivable or something. I wish that, I think that'd be funnier. Indivisible in general is, it's such a word. It's a wordy word, and I, I like it. It's got a lot of... I, I, it's got a lot of syllables. Indivisible, you know. Indivisible, five syllables. Ible. That's a word. But before we get to that, we'd like to talk about what we've been playing by ourselves, not co-op, which is kind of funny, you know. Like we have a co-op podcast, but I mean, I just think it's not that funny. <laughs> well, you know the irony. You know, the, if you really look into it, so that we sweet. open the, like the most important part, the open where you catch people's interest. We talk about not co-op stuff, you know. Yeah, it's, you're right. But we're going to keep doing that because that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yes. Um, it's a warm-up round. That's how I see it. It's yeah, like the warm-up before the fight. Yeah, you know? like we could, it, it's like your... It's the first smash battle where it's like, you know, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, these are the dark matches. Like you can fast forward to when you hear the music for the next part if you wanted. Is that a wrestling reference? Yeah. Okay. The, those are ones that aren't on TV. Oh. Um. What have you been playing by yourself? I've been playing a little game called 13 Sentinels by Atlas. Sponsored by, I don't know. What's the other game? <laughs> Vanillaware, right? Uh, yeah, they they made the big booby game, right? Dragon's Crown. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I don't even know if there's that game a character is... that's very reminiscent of that big booby character in this game. I and, will say. Like, do you know if if any of the games are overtly like horny? This one. Okay, it is. All right. I mean, I not over. I, I, okay, I, I don't know if that's fair. But you, like, it's a little fair. I'm gonna talk about one that is definitely <laughs> horny. So I wondered. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I actually haven't played any other Vanillaware game, I don't think. But I've heard that they are good as far as gameplay. I have no idea about the horniness or not horniness. Remember when we said we we're going to make this more family friendly? Dude, that's how you make kids. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm playing 13 Sentinels. I am really enjoying it so far. I'm like about 35 hours in. I think I'm I'm getting there to the ending. I, I'm just it's a great game and I don't think it's really being talked about a lot. It felt like it kind of flew under people's radar. I think when it was announced, it was a it was a big deal, and then it just when it came out, it felt like no one knew it came out. At least I didn't I didn't know. I, it was a surprise to me, and uh, I, I really like it so far. It's great the the story, the combat, the characters. They are horny for each other. That's excused though because it could be worse, you know. Anyway, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've only played a little bit. I like it too. I'm excited to get to it. I wish it was on Switch or Vita. It would like, have been a good I, I, Switch game, I yeah. think, because I don't think it really, like, there's not a lot going on visually, but I don't know. Visually, it's also really beautiful. I like I like the way it looks. Everything about this game is is great, honestly. Yeah, I, I think the, the best part is is the story, just the way it's kind of revealed to you. It's it's really fun. It's a very fun story to, to go through. And I've only played, like, a little past the prologue, so it's not that much, but the story didn't seem um, too complicated, like... As oh. they were revealing it, I wasn't You'll confused. Get there. <laughs> no, I mean, I, but no, I'm I know fine what you're if saying. it's complicated, I know what you're but if it's 
you're not confused. No, I know exactly what yeah. you're saying. Like, I think it does a really good job. It's a sci-fi story. And, and it yes, it is travel. complex. So it's complex in that way. Right. But it does such a good job at making you not feel too lost. And part of that is um, there's like an archive that you start to unlock as you play that kind of lets you remember what you've seen. It does a really good job at like giving you little bits of uh, descriptions to help you remember what you saw last in a character's story. Because essentially you're going through like, I don't even know how many characters it is at this point, but like at least 13 yeah, well, characters stories and you're just jumping 13. back and forth. And and also the care it's none of it is chronological. Like some of these characters are going through a story that's like, I don't even know when it is taking place, but you start to piece it together in a way that like, I don't know, it feels so organic and it's done really well where you never feel like what the hell is going on. It only in a fun way. You're like, wow, what the hell is going on? And you're not frustrated. It's uh it's really fascinating. That's impressive. It is very it's a very impressive game when it comes to storytelling. I really think, especially if you're into like mech and just sci-fi and time traveling, all that fun stuff. If you like that, I think this is a great game. It's a long game, but I think it's worth it, especially if you're into that kind of story stuff. The one thing I thought was strange, and it's not really that big a deal, but when you're setting your skills, your abilities that you're going to bring into battle, it plays this awesome video mm -hmm. of the attack happening and like what it looks like. I've never watched that video because it's like... It's in the corner and it's right. kind of hard to see <laughs> and it doesn't really matter. Right. But it looks really cool. The animation's great and it's so cool. Like, it's, it's interesting, it's cool. yeah. Because but then when you do it in the, you know, when you play, when you're playing the actual combat part, it's just like, it's not it, there. It's it just makes pixels, me so. wonder if at some point in development that was part of the combat and then they decided it was going too slow. Because I actually really like the pacing of the combat and I wonder if it slowed down to the point where you have to watch a little cutscene, if that would have been You might be completely annoying. right. Because it does feel like, why would they spend the money to make these animations? Because right. they're good. They're, but they're so out of the way. And like, they're like, yeah, they're I don't even there. watch them. I just, I just, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I just like, I'm just scrolling and, and putting them in and playing the game. And that's enough. Like, I'm happy with that. But yeah, I think at some point it might have been part of it. That's probably totally I mean, right. It's a cool game. Visually very cool also. And what have you been playing recently? Well, you want me to start with the one I alluded to? Sure. All right. I just started it last night. Oh, uppers. Is uppers this the is horny game. game? Yes. And I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it doesn't sound um, like it would be. It didn't have basketball. No. What? <laughs> I don't know. I just looked at your computer and I saw something with sports. Mm, no sports. Just, just men beating things, beating people. Um, okay. So this game was like a Vita game. Seriously, I think 2012, maybe a little more recent than that, but a while ago. And then it was announced, it's coming westward for the PS4. And then no, nothing for years. No sign of this thing. And I've been, like, waiting for it. And then they announced, eh, we're not doing any of those ones, but it is coming to Steam. And so that's, like, my, my last place to play. Like, if, you know what I mean? Like, if I have to play a game on Steam, mm -hmm. it's because it's only available there, pretty much. I right. just don't, I don't know, PCs, you know, I, they just don't do it for me. We're not really PC gamers. But if there's a cool PC game, I'm totally going to play it. Right. Because that's the only place Same. to play it. But anyways... So I got it, and then I guess I didn't do enough research. The whole point of the game is you're a dude trying to beat other dudes up in front of ladies mm. to get their numbers and see their panties. Right. And I'm probably going to play it <laughs> and feel like a creep the whole time. 
Mm. It's just not my style. I'm, whatever. If you enjoy that thing, that's If you fine. enjoy beating up men in front of ladies, see their panties, all all good to you. I guess it's just like, I do that in real life, so right, why right. would I want to come home and play a game of that? Like, exactly. Farmers don't play Farming Simulator. They don't. Um, anyways, do they I don't know. It's it's funny in that regard where it's like, oh, you got you, you spin the panty slots and like their skirts go up like three different girls. Their skirt flies up. It's the green stripes. The next one flies up. It's the green stripes. <gasps> next one flies up. Oh, oh it's the Sounds red like stripes. Sounds like a little bit. Well, yeah, yeah, but I don't think, I don't, I hope it doesn't get to naked crap. Like, I just don't want that. I can deal with the like kind of funny sort of panty stuff. I hate that naked crap, dude. I'm just not here for that. That's fine. <laughs> no, I'm just making fun. I, I know. This is not a game I, <laughs> um, I think is interesting whatsoever. Basically, the reason I wanted to play is because I, I like, Is you the know, gameplay fun? Like, regardless of what's happening there, but... So far, not the most fun. I like 3D Brawlers. Those are a game I really like. Um, game genre that I really like. What is Steam's refund policy? Two hours, I think. Play. I don't know. I don't know. I'm probably not going to refund it because I want to fund... Yeah, panty, I mean, panty, panty <laughs> yeah, looking. Yeah, right. Are they going to get the wrong message? Like, well, tons of people bought this. I don't know. I'm not, like, super upset about it. I just didn't realize, that's all. Right. That's kind of funny. So I'm going to play this and, you know, whatever. I... I like, um, have you ever played Kenka Bancho? No. Badass Rumble is this PSP game that I think is related to this game in some way, like maybe the same developers, or maybe I'm just crazy. But you are a high school student, a delinquent, and all the high school students in Japan are coming to, uh, like their school trip goes to like Tokyo or something, Mm -hmm. and you're going to beat up all the best from each school and become the top, right? I love stuff like that. Delinquents, Yankees, that's like, I love that. And this has a little bit of that, but then I guess it has more more panties, more panties than I realized. Well, that's oh. all right. And the other thing I've been playing is the new Pokemon DLC, the Crown Tundra. Um, Can so you far, snowboard in it? No, mm. crap. You're right. I hate it. Ba- yeah, no, bad. So far, it's great. There's a roguelike element to it, um, almost like uh, Rogue Slay the Spire. <laughs> Where you pick up, you you go into a max raid, and instead of just being one battle, you start, you do one, then you pick a path, and you go down that path to another random battle, then Yo, another path. I'm mad you didn't get my good good joke right there. No, you did. I got it. I just. It was really funny. It's not like that though. It's more just like slay the spire. I know, but it's funny because you said it's a roguelike, you know, like, and then I said rogue. That's good. It's wordplay. Anyway, that's fine. Keep going. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just thought that was a really good joke and no one's going to appreciate it unless I bring it up. You should probably cut this out. Now they'll definitely appreciate it. It's going to stay in. (laughs) You should cut it out now. So it's just nice that the co-op part is expanded. Like rather than just one raid, you're going to be doing like four or five. I think it's four. It's like a dungeon kind of thing. And, and yeah, yeah. And when you go in, you take a rental Pokemon. So Mm. randomly selected Pokemon, you can pick one of four. And then when you pick one, your partner gets a new one or the other three. Like, there's four on the screen. If you pick one, that slot gets filled with another random one. I see. And so you're trying to guess, like, all right, maybe if I bring a fire type, the first one won't be water. You know, mm-hmm. it's cool. And then when you catch a guy, you can swap him. And is the AI, if you're not with another person, is the AI The AI your seems friend? better than they were. I was going to say, they're not sending out magic carps. No, because they'll take the <laughs> one that you don't take. Someone right. will take it. At least there's no magic carps. I just feel like whenever... I, uh, I stopped I mean, playing Pokemon. Like, yeah. uh, which one is this called? Sun and Moon? Nope. Sword and Shield. Uh, when we played Sword and Shield and we did raids together, there'd always be the one AI character with a Magikarp. And it was like, game, why? And it happens so often. <laughs> yeah, you really need, for those five-star raids, you definitely needed four humans. Yeah. And humans that knew what they were doing. So but that's I'm, why glad, I'm glad the AI is a little better. 
I mean, I don't know if they totally are. But oh, have you not done it with the AI yet? Only like three. I mean, like not I every see. time did they bring out a Magikarp. I see, I see. Okay. But I like that a lot. I'm are there excited. a lot of new Pokemon or new forms? There are, I think, new legendary bird forms. I think those are like Articuno and Zapdos. I'm, I haven't done too much research. Okay. I don't care because I don't. I, yeah, I, I I've heard wanna... that they brought some like roaming legendaries back or something. All the legendaries ever are back. Yeah, that's um, cool. Which is really cool. I mean, does that cheapen it? I don't know. People like legendaries. Like, it's fine if it. I think it's funny. I also saw a thread going around Twitter about how shinies are more um, common, I think, in these little. What do, you, what do you call them? The dungeons. What are they called? Oh, max raid dungeons, max yeah. raid ca- explorations. I something. guess you're more likely to get a shiny Pokemon within those. That is awesome. So I, you should look into that. I don't actually know. But it's just funny because it always brings up this discussion on, wow, now shinies don't mean as much. And it's like, it's a Pokemon game. Like at the end of the day, it, it didn't mean anything in the here's, first place. You know, it's just a it, pretty Pokemon that's different. It never meant anything because hackers ruined it. Yeah, that's, I think, so another... So you couldn't, you couldn't <laughs> trade because if you got a shiny in a random trade, you wouldn't believe that it was real. Mm-hmm. It's I've more for never, yourself, you know? Yeah. It's more of, like, a goal you set for yourself once you're done doing anything else, I guess, in a other Pokemon games. Because that seems like what it always goes to for, you know, hardcore Pokemon players is, like, shiny hunting. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, if that's fun for you, do it. But I don't understand why it needs to mean anything beyond that, you know? I get where they're coming from, though. But... Yeah. Because hackers destroyed it, the economy of shinies, you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's who cares? Because yeah, exactly. I've never seen one in, in the game. Right, me too. I have so never, ever, I ever. I couldn't care less if the rating, if the probability was higher because it's like, good, maybe I'll actually get to find one yeah, normally. Right. Maybe I'll finally get one. It'll be some guy I don't even like. So who cares? <laughs> It'll be Magnemite. Yeah. Great. Magnemite? Yeah. Which yeah. one's that? What do you mean, man? First gen? Magnemite? Yes. What the Magnemite. <laughs> yes. Mag- Magnemite? Magmar? No. Okay, wait, now you're gaslighting me. I need to Google it and make sure this is a real Pokemon. I'm starting to second guess myself. Magna. Oh, oh duh. Magnemite. <laughs> I'm just Magnemite. Stupid. I'm saying it right. <laughs> yeah, you are. It looks like I a little don't... bad uh bolt. Yeah, you're right. I, I, for you. some reason that name sounds like magma, because magma night. Yeah, and so I'm a. trying to make it be a fire Pokemon. I'm like, what are you talking about? This I is the problem when you have a thousand Pokemon. There's are so, there are so many. I've I've truly given up. My brain has doesn't know any of the last like two gen probably. I don't. Know. I remember them as the guy with the football. <laughs> you know things like that. Right, right, right. I know some of them. The more of the popular ones. But anyways, we're not here to talk about Pokemon, Grace. We're here we're to not? talk about Indivisible. 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 The game. The video game. Let's do it. Let's do it. Developed by Lab Zero and published by 505 Games, Indivisible was released on October 8th, 2019 for the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, Linux, Mac, and PC. And then, April 28th, 2020, for the Nintendo Switch. And only recently has the co-op come out for Nintendo Switch, by the way, the co-op mode. It didn't launch with co-op. Interesting. Did not know that. So that was that was like within the last couple of weeks. Did it not launch on anything with co-op and then it came later? It must have. I'm not totally sure. I just remember there was a little bit of a kerfuffle. I mean, we'll get into all the kerfuffles this there game is involved in. But one of the kerfuffles is, do you remember when it was released on a Switch and 
I don't think Lab Zero even knew. And it was released without its co-op mode. And that wasn't the plan in the first place. It was released without New Game Plus. Ah, uh, yeah, that sounds familiar. It just like hopped on the eShop and everyone was like, oh, okay. And same with the developer was also like, oh, okay. That is <laughs> so, weird. I, did, I forgot about that, but that does sound familiar. One of the many kerfuffles. One of um, So one now of- if you have it on Switch, you can play it co-op. I'm glad we're recording this once that's been released because now co-op is on all of it. And that was, I think, its last update. Um, which we'll is, get into why that's right, the last update right. in a moment. Um, no, you know what? Let's do it now. Let's do it up front so no one misses this. Right? Sure. There is a big old asterisk with this game. Um, and we and it all came out after we played it. We played it a little while ago. And then... It was kind of during a little bit, too. I, it was or, right towards the end, I'd say. Sure. Because... All right, well, I don't think we really knew what was going on when we were playing it. That's for sure. I didn't like. I was. I, I didn't recognize. Anyway, go ahead. Well, part of the story is how funny it is that we noticed something in the game. So, anyways, right. Mike Z is his name. Zymont. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Did you Mike just make Z, that up? No, I. I, I mean, I <laughs> oh, looked it up. you tried to recall something. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to recall his name. Uh, Lab Zero was a. Game studio created by this guy, Mike Z. Was a game. Yeah, I was going to say, you was. didn't mention when you talked about it being developed that Lab Zero does not exist anymore, essentially. Yep. Or um, if it does, it's just Mike Z? I'm, I'm a little confused on the. Who cares? Yeah. That's, that's the answer to that. Uh, he was outed for being inappropriate with fans, a couple of sources, and then even a, a coworker talked about him saying racist stuff. He just um, seemed like a fairly toxic person all around the board. Yeah. And then he said uh okay you're right i'm gonna step down i i shouldn't i'm i'm crappy and then he didn't and then he fired everybody (laughs) and kept lab zero as its own thing yeah so uh the good part of the story is all those employees that left lab zero and it is literally just him as far as i understand now they all left and they started a new studio called future club so what i want co-op studio by the way and not that they develop co-op games like a co-op uh like structured uh business kind of thing which is cool i I hope it works i don't you know i I, i've never looked into the business strategy of that right like it seems like it would work definitely a happy ending though because i think everyone was a little concerned they're like well we really like you know games like indivisible so we hope these developers can continue making stuff similar to that and and now they're they're hoping to do so so on their own terms which is great yeah a lot of the a lot of what makes this game great is because of their work, not right. Mike Z, right? right? Uh, so screw that guy. But the thing I was referencing that we found in the game, there's a point where you run into a character and it just says Mike Z. Okay, also, that's that's something we have to talk about too, is all these characters that are like clearly... So this game was kickstarted, right? I'm pretty sure, 99% sure this was kickstarted. Yeah. And there's clearly, um, there must have been like a reward where you get to design and name a character in the game. Because boy, did some people design and name some characters. <laughs> There's That's like one of my biggest problems with this game is you're running around the world, which is like a pretty cool world. And there's just constant, uh, I guess the best way to put it is OCs, original character, if, if mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like clearly just overly designed characters that as, as on its own are cool. Like I'm not saying the design is not cool for some of these characters, but as a whole, it's just like, um, it's I don't like even know mishmash. how to describe it. Yeah, and none of it fits together. And, and I then, feel like that's such a that's such a concern for kickstarted games sometimes. I have this concern where it's like when you have too many of these 
don't like rewards where uh, random people get to design their own thing it's like okay but are you going to be able to put it in a game in a way that feels organic because it did not feel organic and indivisible yeah no not at all and the problem is they are npcs in the world that you want to talk to just to make sure you're not missing a story element (laughs) or a character that you can unlock and yeah so you end up reading hundreds i'd say maybe not that many tons of i like chalky milk or you know like what was i think one of the things that bothered us most about some of the dialogue wasn't the, the quirkiness but also it felt like there should have been more like you're like am i missing something should i know this character yes. is this character going to lead me on a side quest cuz it was so they were, it, it was like vague vague <laughs> story responses i don't know it was very yeah. strange they were intermingled between real characters and yeah. so one character would say if you find my lost yo-yo i'll give you a treat and you're like wait do I actually have to find something or is this just the, what the person wanted it to say? Yeah, it's it's very strange. But but yeah, essentially there is a character we ran across at some point named Mike Z. And he's and, this uh, big buff dude in a stupid ass He's in a he's Borat in a banana bikini. thong. Yeah. yeah, it's a yellow banana thong. He has huge muscles. Um and, and Craig he's... didn't even recognize the name and I was the one who's like, "Wait, isn't that the guy who at the time his messages were coming out with this uh streamer he was talking to and he was <laughs> I was like, of course, this is that guy's character. So it's a self-insert of a of a <laughs> of a crappy dude, like an idiot, and he, and it just it's like one of those things, like wow, really? Like, like clearly, you... maybe to him, like that's supposed to be a joke, but it just comes off in such a like a a cringy way. It's like right? oh, yikes, oh god, dude. it was disgusting. And and for us to organically discover that and be like, <laughs> wait, this is gross. This feels wrong. What is this? And then it leads to everything like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's why screw that guy, screw Lab Zero if it's just him. Right. And hell yeah, Future Club, the new studio. I can't wait to see what they make. Anyways, we played this game kind of before all that, so we are going to talk about our experience. I encourage you right now, and I'll encourage you at the end. If you want to play this game, pirate it. Torrent it. I don't care. I'm sure that I, I don't know how the financials work, if he even would make any money anymore off this game, but I don't know if it's worth it to support it mm-hmm. you know what i mean like, uh, that's it's just on the xbox business. so we played this on game pass mm-hmm. so it is free on game pass if you already have it you might as well play it there right i don't know if but that when can... you play that that does lead to them uh, i mean play it like whatever you, you there's not ever you can't do i do think so yeah i guess uh, long story short we think this is a game worth playing so find some way to play it that you feel is ethical yeah. essentially uh, Wh- whether that means whatever you do you know do it do it knowing this information you know i think you could do the research and i think that all the profit goes to 505 games now i I don't know anyways i don't want to speak business like that and like you said ethical do it how you feel you would like to support it uh but we haven't even talked about the game really so what's the genre i would call this um like a platformer and also takes its inspiration from like fighting games a little bit yeah but it's not it's kind of like that. It's like a little bit of a, I don't know. I wrote turn-based 2D platform fighting game. I wouldn't call it turn-based though, because nothing pauses. Yes, it does. Doesn't it? No. Oh, the battle doesn't pause? No. Well, anyways, it's sort of... It's not turn-based. All right, it's real-time battle in those, in like Final Fantasy where like, what's that called? Real-time action. Real-time action. Okay. But yeah, it's it's a lot like a fighting game. It is, because uh, you have combos and every character has their own. Um, There's, how many characters did we... I think there's like 25 or 30. There's 25 playable characters you unlock around that number over the period of the game. And you can have four in your party at once and they all have different combos. Yeah, And, and, and there's not that many. So you're not like, because one of the things I, I, I'm not a fighting game fan. I don't like fighting games because I feel like there's too much I have to memorize. And kind of like um, 
uh, Smash Brothers, essentially most of these combos are the same between all the characters. They just do different things. The control is the same. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But the effect are vastly different. Yeah, and I like and I I like that. That's yeah. my kind of fighting game. One that I can easily just mash my way through. Not not mash, but you know what I'm saying. Something I can wrap my head around. Like Mortal Kombat, everybody's uppercut is down X or up X, I forget, or what, triangle, whatever, it doesn't matter. A more simple, there's no quarter circle forward stuff like that. Right. It's literally just up an A or left an A or just A, mm-hmm. you know. And the way it works in the, in the there's kind of two phases to the, to the gameplay and to the co-op where you have a platforming phase that's a Metroidvania type thing. In that co-op, for us, we have these co-op categories. That is accomplice. When we first came up with these categories, we were saying accomplice is generally a bad thing. But here, I don't know if it is. Yeah, and I don't want to say um, accomplice is a bad thing. It's uh, just it's right. a thing. You know, it depends on what you're looking for. Not everyone wants to be Mario's hat. I get that. Totally. Accomplice is where... In Mario Odyssey, it's not a good co-op mode. But yeah. if you have a kid, it might be the perfect co-op mode. I don't know. I've heard, you know, good things about it in that in that context. But yeah, I think in, in, in this one, it, it's fine. And, and a big reason is we were doing a lot of, especially by the end, passing the controller back and forth rather than me uh because essentially what i i was second player most of the time and so you can just pop in and pop out whenever when during the platforming sections the first player has the camera on them but like i'm not i can't really make progress you know you you almost do nothing yeah i Um, i can basically just jump around like for funsies i can i can uh freeze enemies so on the on the platforming map you run into the enemies that's how you start your fighting the fighting mode of the game so you see them on the map um, and how you run into them and what you do changes the battle. Like if you start fighting them before you run into them, like you can do damage or freeze them, whatever. So I, I can affect that, which is cool. And I did that a lot of times. So yeah, that but, helps. So the co-op category accomplice for the platforming part, basically when we came up with this category, it means like one person is less important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so in this, like you, like we were saying, you just pop out and you don't really do anything. So there'd be certain instances where I can't complete the co-op task because I'm bad at video games. Uh, the co-op task. The platforming task. I can't do it. I just can't get the, the jumps down, whatever. So I would hand you the controller and you could do it. And it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, we would do a sort of if you die three times thing, we would pass it back and forth sometimes too. Yeah, and I actually liked that. Um, the first, that's one of the few times we've passed the controller like we say in the intro. Right. And actually it's worked out. The platforming movement controls and i guess we should talk about this in the control factors but are very fighting gamey like there's a button combo you have to do and again it's not a super hard one but each move has its own combo so you're doing a lot of like down a down b up b down a right to get through this puzzle Mm -hmm. and like i'm just you're the god gamer of the group fully admit it Sometimes it's, it, yeah, it's de- definitely, I think, a little more complicated than it needs to be. Sometimes it was a fun challenge. Sometimes it was just like, all right, over this. Yeah, the, t- the timing is, for me and the types of games I play, and maybe not for fighting game people, but for me, the timing on these things was a little difficult for me to get down sometimes. Mm-hmm. When there was too much, you know, I could do one or two in a row, but there's a couple times where it was a little difficult for me. But then the second phase is the combat phase, and that's not accomplice anymore. That's the category we call crew roles, where each person has an individual task. If I'm successful with my tasks and you're successful with your tasks, we're completing things more efficiently, right? Like Mm -hmm. we're making the ship run better. So in the combat, there's four characters out at once. I control two, you control two. And you can um, assign it any way you want. 
You can have yeah, one person actually, control one if yeah. you want. The only thing that's limited to is I can't control Anja. Anju? What's her name? Anja. And she's always in the party, I think. Yeah, which... She can't not be in the party. That's fine, I guess. And I can't ever control her as the second player, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that, but... Can you switch out uh, characters while you're playing? I think you can. Yeah, you can. It just it gives you like... um. It's like a cooldown Out of like your 20 however characters. Yeah, you have like a, a little bit of a... Not a punishment, but you know what I'm saying. So let's talk about the factors. We're getting a little in-depth already. Uh, what's the... First factor here, type of co-op. It's, I believe it's only couch co-op. Yeah, and then same screen. I don't think it splits. Right. Is it a separate mode or full? Full mode. Full. Drop in, drop out at almost any time. Mm -hmm. Literally the press of a button for most cases. But then like you were saying, you have to assign the combat. It's a little roles. bit janky when it comes to bringing me in and assigning me characters. It can be a little funny, but it's not, it's not too complicated. Once you understand how it goes, it's fine. Yeah, I remember it being like, go to the menu... And like I don't press buttons, but you or something. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, control scheme. How did we play this thing? Xbox controllers. Yeah. I mean, uh, we weren't even planning on playing this game. <laughs> this was a Game Pass. We're bored. I downloaded it on a whim thing. I don't. I had never even really. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, me neither. And we started playing it, and we saw it had co-op. I don't think I even knew it was co-op. I just yeah. started playing it, and it said co-op, and so then we tried it, and we accidentally played for a couple hours right at the pretty much the only so game good. we've ever recorded that's been like that that then we beat we beat this game yeah well, most games we look it up do the research try it and say yeah all right let's let's play this whereas this was completely out of nowhere yeah ended up being really fun and worth playing like i was saying the com the uh the combos are are pretty simple and then there's even special moves in combat where when you build up your meter you can you know, expend some of that meter. Mm -hmm. And that little brief respite while the animation plays is pretty cool. It reminds me of like Mortal Kombat X-Rays where just for like a second you're taken out of the action, you get a little just breather. Like when you watch the the super attack you're saying? Yeah, and it's just a little bit of respite from this kind of intense battle. Yeah, and you, ha you share the bar with each other. So that's a big part of how you cooperate. Is yeah. Because also, depending on how much bar you use, you have a different special attack depending on the character you're using. So it's like, I want to use my two, and you can use your one, you know, that kind of thing. And we have three bars, whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Goes up over time. The, the number of times you press the button while holding a trigger, I think it was. Yeah. You use that much bar. And so it led to some pretty cool conversation and, like, strategy. We'll get to that. I don't know. I think the combat... Which part's the best for you? Are they equal? Yeah, the combat's definitely, okay. no. The combat's definitely way more fun than the platforming. The, the platforming I still thought was okay. Um, sometimes it was really fun. Sometimes it was like, mm, I'd rather not do this so much. Yeah. Especially during the end. The end is like this really huge marathon of platforming. And you're like, I mean, okay, how much lo how much longer does this go on for? Yeah. Um, but the combat's very addicting almost. It's very fun. Yeah, I think the combat kind of propelled the experience it, it it's fast paced and it feels rewarding uh and yeah i'm i'm very impressed by the whole thing it's also it feels really unique i've never played a game like quite like that before and again neither of us are big fighting game players but i'm pretty sure well, lab zero made skull girls which mm -hmm. as far as i understand is a well-respected fighting game yeah it and is. and did some work to try to teach people actual fighting game stuff not just press a to punch but Here's what a punish is. Here's what this is, right? Yeah. 
And so there's clearly some fighting game DNA, DNA in here. And the combat feels like a slowed down. You're right that it's not turn-based, but slowed down and dissected in a way that has the, I imagine, the same satisfaction that a fighting game has for people who are good at that. Yeah. Like when you're doing good here, probably feels the same type of... Right, right. It's definitely a very, it's very satisfying combat. Like yeah. all the hits feel feel good. And there are, with all the characters, they all play differently. Like, you know. Yeah, that, that adds some like fun variety if you're like kind of tired of a character. I mean, we ended up being kind of attached to certain characters and so just used, ended up using those. But it was fun to unlock new characters and see what they did and see how they worked together with each other. That right there is like the key part to the co-op, I think, where... I can launch like you. You were this bow guy. What was his name? Zang Zabay. Zabay. You could launch really easily with him. So you'd launch an enemy, and then I have a move that if an enemy's in the air, it does double damage. You know stuff like that. Right. Really, honestly, so awesome, so cool. Uh, progression things to unlock. Mostly just the new characters you come across, I think, and then like you unlock weapons that. Anja uses to navigate the platforming, but I think that's mostly it. Yeah, you're getting your Metroidvania skills or whatever. There's also like you're upgrading your attack and defense as you go with those like... Oh, I forgot about that. Sort of like Strawberries and Celeste where they're kind of out of the way upgrades crystals that you can find. You don't have to get them, but if you do, you can upgrade your attack and defense every 5 or 10 or 15, whatever it is. Um, It's usually like a little platforming challenge to do so, but not so much that we didn't get... Enough of them that I think we maxed out at least one of them, the attack by the end of the game. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, some of the characters are missable and some yeah. of the characters are optional but not missable. So it's kind of worth, I would say it's worth getting a guide just kind of. Yeah, because uh, there's not that many characters. So I think it's good to have them all just to see what you like. Um, there, there's a weird illusion of choice with the story progression. At least I think it's an illusion where it tells you, Go to any of these three places. And the one we went to first, we hit a wall. We could not pass. And yeah, I, that was a very frustrating thing. And I know I said it's a Metroidvania, so like, duh, we got to a place we couldn't get to yet. But it just shouldn't have let me go there, I think. Yeah, like, the signposting isn't the best at times. It it got it gets better once you get past that part. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, now we know what to do. But we had to look up a guide a couple times just to avoid backtracking since there's uh, only a fast travel near the end of the game. So that was a little bit silly, but... Also, remember that one character we were trying to unlock? The girl with the loot, I think. Yeah. And her side quest. Her side quest was so vastly more difficult than the rest of the game. There was some points where some of the monsters you ran into, like, all of a sudden just hurt way more than anything else. Most of the time, the game was not hard. It was, like, challenging occasionally with the bosses, but it was challenging in a fun way. Like, it, we never really were, like, struggling that much. But, yeah, some of these monsters, it was like, oh, I guess we're not supposed to be here yet. But I don't even know if that's true because those little chopstick guys, there's little like funeral rice with the chopsticks straight up and down. Yeah, I don't, that, that's and, what that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it yeah. is like when you ran into them, you felt like you didn't have to be there. But yeah, I, but I, I don't know. But I think you were. I think it was just supposed to. I don't know. I didn't like that. There's no like levels, I don't think. Are there levels on the characters? Yeah, there are levels on the I'm, characters. On the enemies, like if we pop into a oh, guy, does it I say level I don't eight? I don't think so. I don't think so either. So maybe that would have helped. So you'd know like, oh. This is a level 16. I am not supposed to be here. Right? right, right. But also maybe the idea is you could get really good at the combat and beat anybody at any time. Mm, I don't think so. It, it felt like you were just fighting, like you were just doing no damage. So it would have been... True. Like, and then even defending wasn't 
going to help you not die, so. Shared loot or XP? Yeah, everything's shared. Because, like, it's still somewhat a complex game. Like, it's well, the first player's game. So, like, everything we unlock, we unlock together. And the XP is just, I think, who's in battle. And it, I'm not even sure if the XP is even across the board. I'm not, I'm not totally sure. It doesn't really seem to matter most of the time. Yeah. Like, it's I mean, not like we're like, we're going to level our characters. Because also the level, there weren't really levels. There's, like, heart levels. That's what I'm what i mean like when you go and that's not really explained there's also a lot of things that aren't really explained in this game that True. you have to kind of look up and <laughs> it's very strange like there's tutorials and you can look into the menu but many times we had to like reference like how do we do this move or what does this mean you know so some of that wasn't wasn't super well defined right and one of those was the heart levels i, was, yeah, I heart still don't even really know what that means but i think it has something to do with how much you play with that character and like their relationship to anju anja i keep forgetting her name anja and if it's higher you're doing more damage that's that's all i know yeah and they do play with it in a cool way though with that one guy uh Zabet. no that's the shooter who's the who's the like antagonist kind of character the first guy dar dar he has a negative heart rating at first which is i don't know that's kind of interesting yeah supposedly if they start off with the negative of what i was reading was like their potential power is higher than if you're not starting off with a negative heart Mm. and yes they're so they're harder to raise but you get more out of them at the end but like once again this is not really ever explained in the game especially not the hearts yeah that's from you looking it up online right yeah yeah uh friendly fire is there any way we can hurt each other i don't think so the only thing I was thinking, couldn't, if you laid down traps, could I set, could I set them No. Up? No? No. Maybe. There would really be no need for it, or right. no really way to, to, like, for that to make sense in this game. Interruptive actions. Uh, yeah. I mean, doing your special is technically a really big interruptive action. Like, if we're not really talking about, oh, I'm going to use, I'm waiting till the bar's three so I can use it. I can then just, whoever uses it first, uses it. So if That's we're true. not really talking, I'm like, I'm, I'm using it right now. And, you know, to be fair, like most of the time, this is never was never a problem, like a real problem. It was just kind of funny. It was just like sometimes it'd be a race to see who could press it faster when you got to the full. And that was just kind of fun. Like, it's not like we're not really screwing each other over unless it was a boss. And then we would normally not like want to screw each other over. But yeah, that that's the biggest one. Yeah, there's a because it also pauses. So if you're in the middle of like doing something, you're all of a sudden you're stopped. Yeah. In so the way the combat works is as the enemy is moving, you cannot put inputs. You can't input any commands. So as soon as the enemy's done moving or attacking, you can input again. Well, you can input defense, but yeah, you can't do your attacks. Right. So then as soon as the enemy's done, then we're just both like trying to hit the button faster. It's pretty fun, actually. Yeah. Uh, there's also, though, there is weird warping and camera issue things for the platforming for the platforming phase but like once again it didn't feel like i couldn't really like make progress anyway so it was just like i'm stuck on your camera screen no matter what but yeah it's but it would like jump to you once in a while if you only were too if like you died and then, then it would go back down. to you but there was that remember the camera would snap to a random point on the map for that about would happen half even a second just on one yeah no yeah. wait that was actually a huge problem like it felt like a, a really big bug just for first player like i wasn't even there it would do it right um, so especially I, by the end there was like a lot of weird camera jumps that made no absolutely no sense yeah it wasn't a, some sort of artistic stylistic yeah, thing it, it was literally like just for one literally i'd say a half a second it would snap away to another sp- yeah it would like spot screw, on the map screw and like us. wait what what it was um, very weird it, fe- it definitely feels like a glitch maybe I that's about fixed that. by now i don't know but yeah this game has 
complementary skills, which is a thing I love in my co-op games. I touched on it a second ago when I talked about your character launching and then my character getting a buff because they're in the air. All the, the combat in general is all about working together, comboing your moves and everything. Uh, and I, I just love that. Yeah. I, I think that's great. I think it's the combat's very fun. It's fun, but is it difficult? I think it's challenging enough. It's not difficult. I think it's just it's challenging yeah. enough that it feels like you're you're constantly thinking about what you should do uh, depending on the enemy and or just depend because you have to think about what your characters do and you have to time it right that you're thinking hard enough that it's never like you're not really sitting back and just mashing A or Y. You know, you're really not doing that because you're trying to like make certain combos, even if it's not difficult. There's enough going on that it's never it's never boring. Yeah. And I'm, I'm OK with that. I don't need it to be hard and it never was hard i think the only hard combat was the very last boss and that was just kind of like a stupid and that had some stuff the rest thing. of the game didn't have right yeah that like, was just very that was a particular and because you're also like you weren't it wasn't actually normal combat either it was like you're you had to dodge every move that's the last yeah, boss right i, I remember, remember it was weird that. other than that it's pretty much not difficult and, and i'm and i really liked that yeah, last episode we talked about does the co-op design uh, lead to you overcoming challenge or does is the co-op actually the challenge? Definitely overcoming challenge. I feel like this is a harder game as a single player. I think yeah. it's definitely easier being co-op, but that's a fun, that's a good thing in, in the way that it feels fun to work together and, and think about your two characters as opposed or, to thinking about four characters. Yeah, or three. Yeah. You can tailor, you can almost tailor the like co-op experience towards like well i'm i'll take care i'll take care of three characters so right if you're playing with someone that doesn't want as big of a role you can absolutely do that like okay i'm just this one guy and i'm doing this i can handle that you know so if you want if you have someone that doesn't want to handle as much yeah, you um, literally cut the workload in half if you take two and two but it's you, fun because like i'm i played as the healer most of the time yeah, I had one character that was healing, and then I played as a different character as well. But my healing character, I, I I used almost the whole game because it was like it was fun to have a character that was just concentrating on your health and then helping you with that. So he they they don't have to think about that, and they're focusing on different other combos and stuff. So but yeah, didn't, didn't they also have like a brutal special? Like weren't they powerful too? At yeah, the same yeah, 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 for but sure. It's cool. The next factor is intensity, and I would say this game somehow throttles the line and and moves the needle back and forth between difficulty and intensity like yeah. sometimes it's low difficulty sometimes it's high intensity because and it diff- does such a good job not difficult the platforming is extremely difficult at times but the combat's also By intense the way, we sometimes. didn't really mention that yes the combat's intense i'm just saying we didn't mention that the platforming is difficult oh yeah you're right sorry we good mentioned point. that the combat is easy the platforming is very difficult if you're not really in the platforming you actually may not which is sad because I think this game is really fun for the combat, not the yeah. platforming. So if you're into one or the other, it can be hard because Craig's not really a big platforming person. I'm more into the platforming. So I was able to handle a lot of the sections that just really was not fun for him because I think this would be a hard game to get through if you did like platforming because it's a very like, I don't know. It's very particular about timing, like like uh, like you're saying. Yeah, there are some slam the controller into the pillow. There's a lot you have to remember, like you're saying. It's weird. It's I've never. Uh, most platforming games are hard because the platforming is hard. Like the design of the platforming is hard. This platforming game is hard because you have to remember in an instant which of your tools to use to like do the move, 
And it can be like, there's a lot going on. So trying to remember and then execute all that is it's a unique kind of platforming experience. I'm not saying it's not fun. I do think there's a lot of fun to be had with this platforming. And if you like challenging platformers, this actually might be fun for you. But if you don't, <laughs> but, that's sad. And yet, I really did not totally love the platforming and still love this game, though. Yeah, because yeah, Because the sure. combat is so powerfully good. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's true. Um, I saw this funny like tweet, meme, something that was, people say fighting games are too difficult to do combos and then bust out million point Tony Hawk's combos, right? And I think that's kind of the... That's kind of like relevant to this where for some reason I can get Tony Hawk's down, which is very similar in the you have to know what tool to use when camp. Yeah, not as much. It's um, it's but then like I just can't do this. It's about context. Like, why can I do it much better? But I don't I'm never going to do Tony Hawk or fighting games, but I can for some reason my brain can do it. And it really is a lot about context for some reason. It's like when I was programming in college and we had different programming projects and one of them was make a game. I aced that one in a second. I made that game. I made the program work. The other one was make an electrical circuit. I just couldn't wrap my brain around even <laughs> what that meant. I could not program the thing. I remember that was, I, I was so upset. I had to go to my professor's office and he was just trying to explain electrical circuits to me. And I'm like, I just want to be, a, I'm just trying to program. I don't care about the electrical circuit, but it matters in the context of how to execute. So, and it's an, it's an interesting, that's an interesting meme for sure. I took a computer science class and then dropped out after I failed because I drew the dog different. There was a, what? make the make the program the spit out a dog drawing and then they showed a picture of the dog drawing they want you to make. That's but, sort of like when you solve the math problem the wrong way, but yeah. you get the same answer. Well, I didn't get the same answer. Well, oh. I guess I did. <laughs> I made the computer program spit out a different drawing of a dog. I just, I drew a profile of a dog instead of this front on thing of a dog. To be fair, I kind of understand why you would still fail then. You didn't get the, you didn't do the program. That's not the program they wanted you to do. I made a program do exactly the same thing, but instead of using ASCII art to make this design, I used ASCII art to make this design. But you were asked design. to make the first design, not the second design. The, the task was make a program spit out an image of a dog. Not that dog, but I did that dog and it's still a dog. Anyway. Anyways, school is tough. For me. <laughs> I like to follow rules. Hey. Hey. Uh, competitiveness of the co-op. No, not really. None except for taking that last bar or using the special before you. A little bit sometimes with the platforming when it was like, oh, I did this and you did not. Yeah. But that was on our own on our own account, not so much the games. Right. And, and all fun, all in good fun. Yeah, type yeah, yeah. Competitive. And I don't think, like you even mentioned this, we never really ganked the the meter when we needed it. That was just like kind of a, yeah. we yeah. know we're going to win, so let's just win in a flashy way type thing. Right. Strategy or tactics? Yeah, like you were saying earlier, definitely when it comes to the the special bar was the biggest thing. Because once we had our flow with how our characters work together, it was essentially kind of putting together a routine that we would do over and over again, which... It is more fun than it sounds, but like, you know, I had a character that laid traps and then this character would do that and I had a character that heals and her character would break the defense so I could do this. So that was sort of how it went. And But it, we didn't really communicate as much but once figuring we got out, that down. Exactly. But figuring out that flow. Yeah. Until we figured it out, there was a lot of strategy and tactics in in figuring it, discovering which combos go together. Yeah. And sure. will work for us. And then the last factor, communication. Yeah, like I said, I think 
once we once we got it down, we we didn't communicate as much during the fighting except for talking about special bar. It was like, okay, I'm gonna do my three, so please don't take it. That that was the that was the most communication we had. We definitely had to do because it was like, I'm gonna do this. Okay, you do that. Okay, I'm gonna do this kind of thing. Yeah. At the end of every combat, I felt like high fiving you. Like Thanks. there was something like, we no, did yeah. it. even if we didn't talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, just I felt, was like, yeah, it, it was a very, it's great. a very, um, it, I don't know, it's really interesting. It's a very fun co op combat experience. Yeah. Is there difficulty modes in this game? We played normal if there are. Yes. I, uh, I think in the new game plus, the okay. difficulty goes up, but that's it. I, I don't wondered. think that there's a difficulty besides that. Let me just double check. But I'm pretty sure it's like a normal difficulty and then it goes up when you, if you want to do, um, <laughs> this is funny. I Googled it and I keep seeing people talking about difficulty spike. Which is why we were having that issue when we go back to a city and like for some reason all the enemies are just like one shotting us. Yeah. They don't have multiple difficulty settings though when you start the game. It's okay. just one. That's fine. So then if you enjoyed it, you could go in for the challenge with right, the new game. Right, for plus. the new game plus, right. So yeah, any any other things you want to talk about? Um, I I don't think so. I just think like the game in general is slightly unbalanced when it comes to what's fun and what's frustrating, but as a whole, I think it's really fun, and I walked away from it having a good time, and I was never too frustrated. It's just sometimes there's parts of the games that are, like, a little bit of a slog, especially when it came to, like, which of the three cities do we go to? Why are yeah. we we're backtracking in a way that doesn't make sense? That's most that's more more my crit- critique than anything else, but I think overall it was a, it's a really fun co-op game, and it really took us by surprise because we didn't even plan on playing this and then it was right. like we just beat the game which was a cool experience it was like every night we're like indivisible yeah let's do it yeah which is cool so it was really fun like overall really fun game it had its problems but like it had its weaknesses but i think it was it's a great game i think it had some really funny dialogue it's just sometimes the story stuff was a little slow it did like between the but the, it was the, witty the, the playable funny. characters definitely there was some really good dialogue oh my god do you remember when <laughs> something happened and every character had to chime in it was dar i think oh god or it, was no, when so, they- <laughs> it was like uh, you know anja levels up and then every character comes in like wow great job hey great job awesome job wow that was great and it's like we get it the party thinks this is good um I was- not a, there's not a huge knock from that but it, it just sometimes the dialogue is i will say i was disappointed that there was um a dog character there's a dog character in the game and it's like mushy uh, gushy Lanch, um, Lan- I have Lanchu. it on my um notes here. Lanshi, the disappointing dog. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just cool to have a dog, and he's blue, and then it wasn't that fun to play. It was like kind of disappointing. Yeah, but that's how lie. it is. A lot of the characters like we were interested in, and sometimes it'd be really cool, and then some. Some of the first characters we got, I use the most. That's kind of funny, but, but that's I, how it is. I'm cur- I would be curious to know what characters other people used. Yeah, me and, too. And how Apparently, much of it Rosme, is. The, one of the very, also very first characters was a, a a big one that people used the most. The the witch. The witch with the oh. with the tiger over her head, who has also a lot of the a good good dialogue as well. A lot yeah. of the VO was really really great. Great VO. Some of great. the VO sounds like professional. Some of it sounds amateur, but in a way that like you like. Mm-hmm. Like remember the one that sounds like just someone's grandma. Emu or something. <laughs> Whatever, the girl in the in the not city. A, not a playable character, just like one of the story NPCs. Dude, I loved her VO. I forgot all about that. She it really like, just sounds like your grandma yeah. came into the VO booth to do some VO, and I loved it. It was and great. And did it perfectly, but still realistic, yeah. but also a little weird because yeah, it's so v- realistic. the VO was really good. Well, speaking of the dog, 
what is your personal Mount Rushmore of the characters? So there's like 30 or something, 20 characters. Who are your like top four that you put on your Mount Rushmore? Um, I think Zabay, who as a character is really annoying, like his dial, like who cares about him? That, that's Big Nose Archer, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I liked him and I just ended up using him a lot just because he launched and had arrows. I don't know. I end up, I feel like I'm very drawn to archers in games, especially when you have choosable characters. I'm, I don't know why I like shooting, shooting arrows. Um, I also liked Ren, who is the really creepy thief, shirtless thief, not, not completely shirtless, but like the, he's kind of like this weird, uh, I guess sexy. <laughs> no, he's not he that. kind of sexy. He does like a, like a Hago face and don't Google that. If you don't know what it is, if you know, you know, um, and then lastly, Ginseng and Honey are definitely my favorite characters. Um, so that's one character, but you're putting them. Yeah, I think I don't even really know who Honey, what Honey is. Well, he's just a little uh, like a turnip or something. He's like a little turnip, I think. Definitely. With a face sharpie. I think like the second character you get, and um, he's like a little healer. He looks like a little. He's a little kid, and I love him. He's great, and he he heals, but he also had just has some like big cool moves he plants radishes to yeah. like pull up heels for you oh and ren i forgot to say is like he sets traps so i thought that was a, like a fun different uh gameplay style he had where i could set traps in front of craig's characters and then when people would approach his character it's hard to control like where he put the traps but it could stop the enemies in during their attacks and like reset them i thought that was really neat yeah when you hit y or whatever to to go attack that character starts walking in a straight line a single path towards the enemy and then where you, whenever you hit the, the combo for like put the trap down is there. Right. So you sort of have to watch where he's walking. But yeah, that was such a useful thing, like an interrupt. It would literally stop the, the enemy and then they'd go back to their, they wouldn't attack anymore. That was like a weird, a weird thing in this game too. Sometimes the combat was tied. It was tied to the environment in a way that sometimes was actually really annoying. Do you oh, yeah. remember sometimes we'd get knocked off of ledges and the combat would just stop? Or you'd knock like, an okay. enemy off a ledge. Right, right. And you're like, wait, we almost beat him. Now we got to fight him again. It was, yeah, it was, it was strange. It, most of the time it wasn't a problem, but sometimes it was just like, why? <laughs> <laughs> or you couldn't reach an enemy. Like sometimes if you were fighting an enemy on a lower ledge, like we, I couldn't shoot them. Or I don't know. It was really very strange. Is a very unique game, that's yeah. for sure. I've never but, played a game like it. But those little hiccups were few and far between. Yeah, yeah. Well, who are your uh, Mount Rushmore of characters? So only one character is uh, between ours on both mountains. Ren. Ren's great. We both sort of use Ren a little bit, I think, because I like to do in the traps as well. I also liked his Kusari Gama or whatever. He got like a shank on a rope. Oh, yeah. He like a whip kind of thing. And he's also sexy. Yeah. Um, and then I like Naga Rider, even though I didn't use him much. I he really cool. like, that's the like common Rider, Power Ranger looking character from one of the cities. We were sure he was going to be evil. He wasn't. He Shocker. Might, yeah, right. Uh, I liked Hunok and Zybok, the Aztec or whatever. Blitzball players. Blitzball players. They would, it was a little too complicated that I didn't want to use it all the time, but it was so fun when I did. Like, one of them's dead, right? One of them's, one a, of them's ghost. a ghost. And you would switch. Whoever was the forefront character would be magic or physical damage, right? So, like, I'd have to switch depending on the enemy. And you, you, you throw your ball at the enemy. It bounces back to you, and you have to time the next attack correctly to punch the ball back to them. And it speeds up almost like Lethal League, if you've ever played that. And mm -hmm. I don't know. That, like, that's so fun. In the middle of this already fun combat, I'm doing this other kind of separate thing. Yeah, if, I, I if was... If I do well, that helps you and me, you know. Some of the characters were pretty similar, but I feel like 
they really tried a lot of different ways to change up the combat. And that was one that was really unique too. And yeah. I think that's really, that's really cool. And then my fourth is Kadira, the shield, the shield lady. Yeah, she was cool. She was just awesome. Like her, her ultimate, I think was super good, right? Is that it? I don't remember. No, 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 no. I know I liked her. Her attacks could double hit. So you, you have four attacks. Like, you know, I have enough energy for four attacks, but technically I can do eight. Because if I hit the attack again while I'm doing the attack, it does it twice. Yeah. I will say also, um, I really like the animations for all the characters. Yeah. Like, in, during combat, all their little moves, they're just, they're really cool. They're the character designs of the bespoke created for the game only characters not the weird oc ones are great I yeah think. yeah I all the characters them. have such they, I, I don't know cool world cool designs yeah um before we rank it i wanted to say that a good thing to, a good snack to reach for while you're playing this game any food that has two phases the way this does so maybe something like sour patch kids right sour, like you have sweet. for your quick you're, well, I was also thinking like something quick while during oh, combat yeah. and then something like when I'm just watching you, we're watching each other doing platforming, like I can have a sip of tea. True. You could a have a more complicated tea. snack. You could eat cereal. Get a charcuterie board in. <laughs> yeah. And then during combat, if I want a piece of cheese, I just go like shove it in my mouth exactly. quick. Exactly. Or you make a nice cheese, cracker, cheese, cracker, cheese. Right, you know? right. Little lunchable situation. <laughs> Adult lunchables. Uh, let's, let's rank this puppy. What are you thinking? I'm... Torn. I want to call it a double S. Oh, I was going to say S and I thought we'd have to fight about it. Um, Usually I'm the lower. Yeah, I think S plus then. Yeah. Ooh. The only reason, yeah, because I do not like the platforming, even though I did it all, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we did. I don't it's mean it's I just did, interesting because it, it, I will say, um, when did we beat this game? Uh, a while ago. Right. It's been months. So we we're recording this now on uh, October 26 it's 2020 been at least three it's been like three months and i i always think it's interesting to talk about a game a movie a book anything after a while after playing it or or experiencing it because i feel like you're you've kind of like um you've like sat on it you've gestated yeah. Yeah, and then the things that stick with you i think matter the most and i i do think we came away having like a really positive experience of this game even though like if we had recorded this right after we probably would have been more negative because there's a lot of little things that we're forgetting right now that really pissed us off but like That's i said true. as a whole this was a really really fun game that i think we think is worth playing i don't know it's just it's an interesting you... difference i still think it's a s plus that i'm not no, changing really? my mind I, I almost want to say i'm sold on the ss then yeah because you're right it like it's like I divinity, right? Like divinity in, yeah. had so many little things that we were upset. It was hard. We had to restart a lot. But at the end of the day, that's like our one, like our favorite co-op game. It's like why True. is that? It's like the things that were so good, like really stuck with us and couldn't be beat by the small little bad things. That's true. There's a physical copy of this game coming out for Switch. And I kind of want to buy it just to have it because I love this game. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess we could do the double S then. I think take an S away yeah. for the fact that there there are genuine issues. And if, like I said, I'm I'm concerned if you don't like platforming, you won't get to experience the really fun combat. And that's a little sad because I think the combat is where this game is like the strongest for sure. I think you should give it a go, though, yeah. if you can. Especially if you have Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, and and play as far as you can. You don't really have to beat it, because I don't think any of the fun comes... Not too much fun comes from the story itself. Yeah, the story's like, take it or leave it. it so you fine. could play a quarter of this game, and if you had fun, that's good. I mean, you, that shows you, you the fact that the story wasn't that interesting 
and I care so much about story, how good the combat is. Like, we sure. literally played for the combat the entire time. We loved the combat, the boss battles, and I give so much credit to games where I like boss battles. Mm-hmm. I really dread boss battles in many games. When a boss battle is fun, I think that's an, a really great game. And these boss battles are really fun, except for the final boss. That's a little bit of like an LOL situation. But, but everything else, <laughs> that final boss is trying to be unique. And you like were frustrated story. with the boss before I was, which generally I know is because the I don't want to dodge attacks. <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't mind so much. I beat it in like four tries. It wasn't that bad. It, it, I'm, I'm, I'm over exaggerating a little bit because he ended up doing it. I didn't do it, but I do think all the bosses are really fun. Like it just was, they weren't that hard. I'm always the kind of person that wants to fight bosses that aren't that hard. Yeah. I'm, I'm so. the same way. I remember being a kid, like PS2 generation games, boss fights were so annoying. I like dreaded them. Like I will saying. say though, like sometimes, I mean, I, I'm, I'm very interested in like the concept of boss fights. I, I also recently played East Origins and I feel like that's one of those games where the boss fights are not easy at all, but I loved them yeah. because you make progress. Like you feel like you're learning the 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 way the boss is fighting and it feels fair. Like every time you die, it's like, that's my fault. Like I messed up. And I know some people feel that way about games like Dark Souls where it's I like, mean, no, exactly I can get awesome. better. Yeah. And I think that's cool. I think boss fights that are designed like that are are good boss fights. Like I never liked Final Fantasy boss fights for that reason. It feels like too much of a hurdle for me to overcome i'm not able to learn enough even if i plan a strategy i and i've i've always kind of liked not turn-based bosses better for that reason because it's like i can read what the animation is doing and i think that's interesting but i'm also the kind of person the kind of like game player that thinks on their feet a little bit more too so maybe that's part of it i'm getting a, a tangent here about boss battles no i mean boss fights are interesting they're they're kind of an antiquated thing these days like they are a little bit like i don't think they're so necessary anymore like we used to think they were every game needed boss fights at one point and now hey if you don't need to put a boss fight in here don't right right yeah do it if you want to do it that's part of it if you do it if it's good like there are like i said i've i've been playing certain games that have good boss fights like also 13 sentinels has boss waves and like there's like a harder thing but it's it's fun when i when i can overcome it even if i die it's fun to figure out how to overcome it that's not true for every boss fight in games so anyway that's my that's my speech on boss fights all that to say i'd give this a double s so double s for uh indivisible and i think you should i think you should give it a shot especially if you are interested in trying a a very different kind of co-op game but like um like a it's fun it's really fun like especially if like you're interested in this kind of combat idea and multiple characters i love rpgs with multiple characters like many many characters i think that's fun me too. That's great. Sweet it um, in, you know. Shout outs to Sweet it in, which the new one's coming out in like I don't know, three years or whatever they said. <laughs> that's a, that was a Kickstarter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kickstarted it, but um, I love games where you collect characters like that. That's fun. So yeah, uh, go follow Future Club, the new studio. Yeah, see what I'm excited to see what they what else they do next. I am so excited to watch what comes out of that because now, especially with you know, yeah, I am very excited to see what they do next. That's. It's kind of cool to watch like the creation of a studio like rising from the ashes yeah. a little bit and like we get to see like we love their game what's next right, will it be anything similar you know Right very cool go follow them future club and then savestogether.club is our website which we'll talk about in a moment in the closing segments
Every episode, we like to close with a segment called the Buried Treasure Indie Game Highlight of the Week of the Month, where we just sort of shout out a game that looks interesting, a co-op game that looks like it could be cool. We've not played it, so it's not, you know, this isn't a full episode about it. Uh, this week, Grace, can you, can you tell me a cool, cool looking game? Co-op is interesting because I like to think about different ways you can play co-op in games. And people are always trying new things. And I think that's so fun. Me too. And um, this one is a co-op visual novel, which I, you know, I think is a cool idea. And it would be fun to like play through a visual novel together. But this is purposely, you know, it's designed that way. You can play through a visual novel with someone, you know, sitting next to you. But this one is you're each playing as a different character and you're choosing your lines together. It's called Locked In, a marriage simulator, which, you know, take it for what it's worth. Essentially, it's a it's about a breakdown of a marriage during lockdown um, oh. in the UK specifically. Like this is based off of interviews with real people. And it, you're basically trying to find a way to save your relationship through this visual novel and like cooperating together with what you're like your dialogue. So I think it's hmm. interesting. It's a little bit real and it could be too real for people at the moment and i totally get that but i i think it's a it's a fascinating idea it's a very it's a very short game it's on steam if you're interested it's it's part of a um something called 10 milligrams which is like 10 10 minute games so it's a very short game but if you're interested in like seeing what it would be like to do a a co-op visual novel and maybe getting a little real with your partner your friend or whatever whoever it is um you could do that it has multiple endings so you know tried for the best one i guess cool yeah i'm all for like experimenting like art games are art there's no if fans or buts about that and And i think it's and you know co-op games are a a different kind of art in that you are with someone else and you're making you're experiencing art together and it's like what could how what can that look like in games right it doesn't always have to be like fight the boss together like here's one about like you said real stuff like right you know, maybe a, learning about your communication and like how you would approach this this argument, but within a, a story separate from your own. You know, I think yeah. that's fascinating. Um, something that I feel people don't give co-op games enough credit for is that it is it is different than single player games for that reason. It's like how you're experiencing this story and this art together is I don't know. It's very it's fascinating to me. It's different from a movie or a book or anything else because you're interacting with it. You know, yeah. Like a lot for a lot of people, all co-op needs to be for them to enjoy it is what we call like damage stacking, or right? Like it's just a game where we're to, we're just shooting the same guys together, for sure. and Some we're people, having fun, and that's fine if that's yeah, how you yeah. play co-op. A lot of that's people use great. co-op games like I would say that's like casually cooperating, where it's just like I'm just I just want to hang out with my friend, and we're gonna do so using this game. You know, it's yeah. not so much about the game as much as it is about spending time with someone else, and like that's totally that's valid. Amazing, actually, that's and, so cool. Yeah, but. There's also situations like this where maybe you can you can learn right. about yourselves, about your relationship with each other. Yeah, I think it's interesting. And I think that's what co-op is all about is finding different ways. You know, if you're not just you want to take your relationship to the next level, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. in, in co-op gaming also, it's like different games can spur like, you know, working together like that, um, that game that, oh, by the way, we should do an episode on we are we are home or we're, we were here. Yeah. Like, what kind of ways do you work together when it comes to solving puzzles or divinity? What kind of ways do you work together when it comes to like these complicated battles? And like, what are your strategies? That's where Craig and me realized, like, in some ways, he thinks things through more than I do. And, you know, in some, it, which is funny, because sometimes in real life, detrimentally, in real life, it's 
it's opposite. Like I'm usually the planner and he's the one who's like, no, we're just, I don't even know what I'm eating today. And it's like, I know what I'm eating uh, the next three days from now, you know, but in a game, it's like all of a sudden the roles are reversed. So I think there's something really interesting to co-op games where you can learn about each other in a whole new way that you wouldn't have been able to do before without this game. So I dude, co-op games games are important, dude. They're very important. And what you said about if you game watching movies or reading books at the same time, there is definitely something it's really different. interesting about what can come from witnessing real-time reaction, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, we can watch a movie together and a jump scare can happen and, and I can be like, oh, and you can be cool, calm, and collected. And that's not really, like, that's just like a weird, I don't know how to explain. My thoughts are so all over, but I'm really interested in this. But you can but both- with a game, you see my action. I ran in. Why did you do that? Like you, it's you know? it's inter- it's a difference for me between interactive and like oh, yeah. analysis and like you know when you come out of a movie theater together, you both both watch the same movie. You take different things away from it. You talk about it together and you learn about each other in doing that. But it is totally different from going through a game together. And I guess if you don't play games, maybe you could relate this to like. I don't know, an escape room. Like, that's a real-life game that you went in with someone together and you played and, like, you learned something about each other through doing so. That's totally different from uh, experiencing media at the same time together. Yeah, like, it's, it's you, different. the escape room is a good one. You learned that when the pressure was on, uh, your partner actually performed better or, what, you know, or right. worse or, you know... Th- th- you like noticed. showing you who's better at what, like where can you work together? Where can you use what you're good at in a way that's like most efficient and yeah. not only in a game, but like in real life? Like, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think it's that's really cool. I mean, we've we sort of know this stuff already, but yeah, but it's I, I good like, to vocalize it. And, like, and I think I, I think a lot because um, I'm I work in film. I work in commercials. I'm like an I'm an editor. And so I think a lot about how when I went to grad school, I think about this a lot. There is just people that kind of thought, you know, fil- certain film people like what are games even for? How could they tell stories? Because we had classes in my in my grad school that were about different kinds of media and how you tell stories through that. And there was a lot of film people that like poo poo games as what story can that possibly tell that's effective. And I think they're not thinking hard enough about the ways like games tell stories. And I think co-op is like a whole new thing yeah. too. And that's like a, that's a cooperative storytelling that you can, that's not possible when you're making a movie. It's just not, it's not the same thing. So. Right. Like you are in a room with DPs who will swear up and down that, the, the darkness on the side over here means something and will experience the viewer will experience this thing because of this and sure fine <laughs> i mean you could actually relate but, being on set and making a movie to like crew roles in a co-op game like yeah. you need to know your role and how can you do your role best so that you get the best i mean obviously but that's not a game but i'm saying you can no, play a game where is. there's no stakes you know it's working together it's teamwork <laughs> right but right. but these people will swear up and down about very spe- they'll get so niche and specific about why they're doing what they're doing in their medium mm-hmm. and like they can't for some reason can't project that onto what a co-op game could do like what what we're talking about here the experiences that could be had and are right. had and and not just even a co-op game but together. a but a game in it sure. of itself like i like i'm playing 13 sentinels right now and i was talking to craig of like i don't think this story could be told in any other format besides a video game because what movie would you want to watch where it's jumping between 13 different characters every uh 15 minutes would you really enjoy that no you wouldn't it would be a, a like a a mess and right. i think it works so well in this game because you're the one who's playing it and it's just what i'm saying is there are stories that can't be told through movies through books 
through audio that can be told through games that a lot of people who only do one or the other don't mm-hmm. give enough credit. And I'm not saying you have to go play games just because you don't, but you certainly don't need to talk about games like they don't have stories to tell because that's, that's not true. No medium is superior. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely not because I'm, I am the person that interacts with all of the media. So I love it all and I don't think anyone's better than the other, but it's apples and oranges. Like I said, some some stories in movies can't be told in a game. Some stories in books can't be told in a movie. So that's yeah. what it is. Right. Also a good example of a story of a book that can't be told in a movie is It. I mean, this is just totally a separate tangent right now, but the book of It is told um back and forth chronologically between the kids and the parent and the um adult version of them what they're going through. In the book it works really well because it sort of like illuminates what's going on in the future because of what happened in the past. In the movies what they did was the first part of it was just the kids story. Great movie. I thought the first part of it is great. The second part is terrible. It's just the adults. I think a big reason is you're not having that like interlocking puzzle of having both at the same time. And I think it, yeah. that's why it works so much better in the book than it does in the movie. And anyway, isn't the isn't the the main enemy of it more metaphorical? No, no? not necessarily. Oh, okay. I think it, it's it, it's very literal in in both. Okay, but well, so but the, the eye point of is, Sauron isn't think, that isn't isn't Lord of the Rings like I never evil? I didn't read Lord of the Rings. Actually, I'm pretty sure, as far as I understand, I bet the Lord of the Rings is better. <laughs> Lord of the Rings book into the movie, they made that guy the the. I'm sorry, I don't like Lord of the Rings that much, but the the guy with the spiky helmet, all black, looks like a uh-huh. ghoul. That's not a character, I don't th- right? Like I don't know something about like they had to turn evil, the idea of evil, into a character. Yeah, right. That's interesting. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but I be- I mean, if I'm, that's true, that's yeah. An maybe I thing. might be missing some details, but anyways, converting things is always difficult, and it just proves Adapting. like yeah. But the movies, by the way, Lord of the Rings movies are great. They, oh, work, yeah. they work really well. Because and I, all I never have... read the books. I never read the books. So. Yeah. All art mediums of art have strengths and weaknesses. It's true. Just like you and I have strengths and weaknesses playing a co-op game, you just have to play to, to those strengths and downplay the weaknesses or make sure, you know, make and sure some your strategy... some co-op games do it better than others. Yeah. Some co-op games don't do it at all, and you're just like, why are we playing together? Yeah, anyway, right? <laughs> this this really just went off, but all this to say, I think Indivisible is a really interesting co-op game. And you should give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Grace, why don't you tell them where they can find us on the internet? Well, you can check us out at SavesTogether.club, where you can find links to our social media and episodes. And also, we have a little breakdown of all the categories we talked about earlier, if you're interested in that. Because, you know, we love co-op analysis here, clearly, as I just demonstrated for the last <laughs> 10 minutes. And listen, the Saves Together Recommends thing is still a work in progress. I'm sorry. I have no time. But I want to do it, and I'm mad at myself that I haven't. So oh, you can you be mad at me too. Any of this, but it is a work in progress. You don't need to be. Ma- you don't need to feel. But bad I am. That's sorry. just me, man. All right, all right. But you know what else you can find on our website is a link to our Kofi. Yes. And can you? <laughs> I didn't know that. Good to know. You should be able to. It's also but... on our Twitter, and our Twitter and Instagram are at Saves Together. By the way, um, you can follow us there for updates at the same name. And anytime we get a Kofi donation, first of all, we'd love it. That's amazing. You, that's. I feel like you don't need to do that. Even though we have this thing, it still feels like we should. We don't need that. Right. It's just um, like fun little monet. If you want to support us monetarily, that's that's great. You don't certainly. We've never encouraged it. But if you do that, like, thanks. That's so nice. And in regards to the Kofi, I want to say thank you so much to Josh Brown donated. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, if you I mean, honestly, if you like our podcast or what we do, like the most I want is you to listen and to share if you can. But yeah. you know what? So nice. 
I just to have support in any way. It just feels good. Like I don't know, people care. That's people nice. Care people That's listen. So cool. Thank you nice. so much, Josh. Thanks, thanks everyone for listening in general. You yeah, know. and thanks everybody. We've been doing this for like three years now. We're coming up on the the third year mark. Really? Because I have to make my third shout out. Yeah, you're right. I was color. like, I was like, not sure, but you're right. Um, <laughs> what if we run out of colors? Well, it was recycled. Yeah, I hope you guys are excited for the shout outs because I certainly don't even remember what we played this year, but I will once this I look went, it up. This year was such a strange one. Like, but that's not the next episode. That'll be the next next episode. Yeah, that will be for the first of the first episode in January. Will be our shouts out. So look forward to that. Awesome. Cool. Right on. Anyways, long story long. No. We're out of here. We're out of here. Bye, guys.